Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Okay, our next guest has had a busy weekend. Wolf, let's put it that way. He was in Kansas City for the draft last week and then was around Cardinals headquarters all weekend. He is our own Cardinals reporter here at Arizona Sports. Tyler Drake joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. I don't know where. He could be anywhere today, Wolf. He could be... I don't know. He could be in Vegas getting ready for the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, he's not a Jack Stacks. No, he's not. I'm much <laughs> no, right? no, no. We're getting we're we're getting some work done at home today. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, good to jump on with you guys. Tyler Drake is here. Tyler, did you ever end up getting that barbecue? Because by virtue of your phone call, somehow Wolf and I got barbecue. Actually, how did that happen? I, yeah, I didn't get any. <laughs> you were in Kansas City. You didn't get any. Oh, all right. Sorry. No time. Hey, there's no time. It was the draft. I had to, you know, there's more uh, pressing uh, things to get done. So, unfortunately, yeah, no barbecue for me this time. But I definitely got to get back and get some because I think I got told about 12 different places. And, <laughs> and uh, Wolf, your your uh, your recommendation, I think, was the leading one. So, yeah. that's a pretty uh, hats off to you. Yeah, that place is incredible. No doubt about it, man. Thanks for joining us, Tyler. Tyler, let me ask you this. Um, because you were out there at the start of the draft and you were you know, around, I'm sure, a bunch of reporters and, and people from other teams – what was the the sense outside of the Cardinals organization of of Monty Austinfort in his first NFL draft? Yeah, well, you know the 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 big I think the big thing that stood out for me was just the fact of everyone was pretty surprised with the Texans coming up and trading instead of you know the Tennessee Titans, like I think a lot of us thought it was going to be. So that had a lot of people, you know, just kind of wondering what was going on, and then you see him go down and jump back up, and it was just. It was really a wild uh, – I mean, I'll, I was right in the middle of all the fans sitting there watching all this go down, and a lot of people didn't have their phones. So as soon as they, they see the logos changing from uh, – what was it? From the Cardinals to the Texans, everyone just starts losing their mind. And they're like, what is going on here? And then all of a sudden you get down further and you see the logo change again from Lions to Cardinals, and then that's where they got Paris Johnson. And you can tell a lot of people were like, wow, they got him there. Wow. So you can tell a lot of people just from that side of things were pretty surprised on how much they were really wheeling and dealing that first round. Yeah, you know, for me, Tyler, it seems like Monty was all about the deal. Let's make a deal. All about that. And maybe that's going to be his personality going forward in future drafts. We'll have to wait and see. But was there a move? Was there a trade you like specifically? And if so, why? Well, I think I'll just <clears throat> I'll go with one of the easier ones. I think that Lions deal to come back up to six to get Paris Johnson was big just because what I read today from Peter King is that the Raiders really liked Paris Johnson. And Paris Johnson even said that the Raiders were a team that was looking at him. So not only did they get the extra draft capital for next year with the Texans, they also got the player they wanted and probably the best tackle in, in the draft best offensive lineman in the draft in Paris Johnson. They stole him basically from the Raiders at seven. So that one's got to be the big move because I think that kind of helps facilitate a lot of other things that they could do this draft. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Tyler Drake. Uh, Tyler, Paris Johnson was obviously the headliner in terms of uh, of players that the the Cardinals got. I mean, Wolf and I were talking earlier. To me, the the headlining move was that they – added that first-round pick from Houston next year and that third-round pick and some of these other ones. But what about some of these other players that the Cardinals got in this year's draft, like B.J. Ojolari? What, what, what of those stood out to you? 
Uh, I think BJ just he's got a lot of juice and I think he's got a really high motor and I mean if you look at the LSU tradition of wearing number 18 that goes to like the guy that just is, exemplifies what the program wants and a leader and and all the good things that you want in a player he was that guy so they really uh, like Monty said uh, after round two or after day two is that they really looked at football character for that day and really overall. But I would say BJ, and then you've got uh, Clayton Toon, the, the quarterback. Uh, that one's going to be an interesting one because he's got a lot of confidence. He said he feels like he's the best quarterback in the draft. So we'll see uh, where that leads and, and if he can, if he might even get a shot. Who knows? Maybe week one. It, it, depending on what happens with Tyler and what happens with the other quarterbacks, we've already heard it from Gannon and Monty. They want to have a competition there. So uh, across the board, every position. So we'll see how that pans out. But that's really, I'm really interested to see how the, he kind of fits in with everything. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one, Tyler, right there. Um, in the third round, they had two picks in the third round. They got a cornerback, Garrett Williams from Syracuse, and a wide receiver, Michael Wilson from Stanford. And these were two need picks. There's no denying that. But what can you tell us about these two players? Yeah, yeah. You know, with Williams, he's uh, he's coming off of an ACL, I believe. So he's hoping to be good by July. So that's that's really the big thing to watch there. But from the sounds of it, the guy was probably going to be a higher draft pick if he wasn't dealing with that injury. So that's a, I mean, that could pan out to be a really, really good move for the Cardinals, almost like I'd, I'd almost kind of liken it, not completely, but the Marco Wilson uh, draft pick. I, I thought he fell farther than he should have, and I think it's the same kind, kind of deal with uh, Williams. So that'll be interesting. And then uh, Wilson, yeah, you know, he's he's another uh, pair of hands that could that can go out there and catch the ball. And I think just with the unknown surrounding De- DeAndre, you you need to have a guy in there that can at least bring some more depth to the room. Talking to Tyler Drake. Uh, Tyler, Isaiah Simmons, that fifth-year option, if they're going to pick it up, they have to do it by tomorrow. Um, have you? We're seeing other teams like Baltimore declining the fifth-year option on Patrick Queen. We're seeing a few teams already say they're not going to do this, and obviously teams have picked guys up too. You hearing anything about Isaiah Simmons? Where do you come out on this? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I think I'm with you guys. I'm just kind of waiting and seeing right now. Yeah, that's I just with how long it's kind of going and, and the constant, you know, there's not been a ton out of Cardinals camp about it from Monty or Jonathan. So I'm leaning like they're not going to pick it up. That's, that's just me. And, and obviously he's a, he's a dynamic player that, that really can be a force in this league, but you've got to put him somewhere and they've got to make sure that he could fit in their defense. So I'm leaning towards they're not picking it up just because it's taking this long to make a decision on it. And uh, Monty said after the draft that they're going to catch their breath and make a decision. So I'm going to say it's going to be right up there till the deadline tomorrow. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Um, okay, DeAndre Hopkins, did you happen to see, Tyler, that uh, there was an Instagram story that Hop was talking about, you know, why are you going to assume that I'm leaving? Did you happen to see that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay, thought. your thoughts on that? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's just I feel like it's another layer to the whole off season unknown surrounding DeAndre and the Cardinals, and uh, you know he's back in Phoenix working out. You know, I think he's been in Phoenix from time to time. He's been working out in Houston. We saw him with Isaiah Simmons down there too. So there's a lot of there's a lot of just unknown surrounding that. But I mean, I think I mean for Cardinals fans, they gotta like that if he's saying, "Hey, who said I wanted to leave?" Like. That looks pretty good, but at the same time, I almost take that as maybe that's a little gamesmanship to other teams of, hey, like, if you guys really want to come get me, you better come get me type deal because I'll stay here. So 
I'm uh, I'm interested to see what happens in the next week or so because I, I personally I thought he was going to get traded during the draft and right. that never happened and I was actually pretty surprised by it. So we'll see. I, I mean, it's, it's better than saying I want out of there. So right. So I guess I guess that's something good. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> uh, Tyler. They did draft Michael Wilson, but as far as receiver, um, you know, if if they do end up moving DeAndre Hopkins, that's not a position they really address through free agency. I know they have Zach Pascal, but. In terms of established receivers, they really only have Hollywood Brown if Hopkins leaves. I mean, Rondale Moore, when he's healthy, Greg Dortch was, was showed flashes last year. What, what does that receiver room look like if, if they do trade Hopkins? Do they have to go out and try and just find somebody else to add, or they stick with this group? Yeah, you know, I think they could stick with the group. I think they'd have to go get some more depth pieces maybe for the back end of that room, but... Also, I mean, they need a guy that's big enough that can that can hang on the outside, and I think that's something they've got to look at. I think maybe Zach could get out there and do it, but I just think that if, if Hawkins gets moved, you've got to think about it as you got Hollywood as probably the number one. You've got Rondell as the number two. That's just – it's you, you, need, you need some bigger bodies there. So I think that they would look outside for agency for sure if that was the case, and maybe even if he sticks around, maybe just to have a backup plan if – you know, injuries happen because, as we've seen before, injuries like to happen in that room. So I think that they're not done adding pieces there at all. No, I'm with you on that one. Tyler, thank you, dude. Really appreciate your time, buddy. No problem, guys. Good, good to jump on with you. Thanks, Tyler.